When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Live from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, Mountaineer football is on the air with the Neil Brown Show. Your chance to interact with Coach Brown comes your way on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Neil Brown Show is brought to you by Dan Ryan Builders. Better value, better living. Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of the Neil Brown Show. MCM Business Systems, we mean business. Bud Light. Crisp, please enjoy responsibly. By Mountaineer World, the largest WVU store in the world. Located off I-79, Bridgeport Exit 121. By Subway Restaurants, the official training restaurant of athletes everywhere. United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. And by WVU Medicine, official medical provider of Mountaineer Athletics. To submit a question for the show, tweet us at WVUMSN. Now, let's talk Mountaineer football with Coach Neil Brown. Alongside former Mountaineer offensive lineman Dale Wolfley, here's Tony Caridi. And across the state of West Virginia, good evening, everybody. We welcome you in on the 17th day of October 2019, and it is time for the Neil Brown Show. Thanks so much for being with us. West Virginia and the Sooners of Oklahoma coming up Saturday afternoon in Norman, noon kickoff. And we are looking forward to heading out to Norman tonight on the program. Please welcome the Wolfman, Dale Wolfley. Hello, everybody. Wolfley. Yes, <laughs> yes. Please welcome, please welcome the head coach of your West Virginia Mountaineers, Neil Brown. Brown. Yes, indeed. How are you? I'm doing well. I believe fall is officially here the last two days. I know. You remember last week when we started the show, I said, it's not going to be like this anymore. Eh, yeah, it, it was, yeah, windows are closed tonight and not horrible, obviously. A little crispness to the air, but it's going to be warm. I don't know if you guys looked ahead of the forecast Saturday. They're yeah. calling for 80 degrees and sunny Ooh. in Norman. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a, bit, uh, a bit hot, but uh, ready to go. Well, after last night, I went out to my son's game at Morgantown High, and it was probably about 35 degrees and raining, and the wind was blowing. I was like, wow, winter's here already. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, goes from 85 to 35. Yep, and I don't think it's going to go back. So uh, hang in there, everybody. Here we go. All right, Coach, uh, bro, let's, let's do some updates here. First off, okay. uh, we'll do that, but let's get, uh, let's get your retrospective. Looking back one last time 
on, uh, on Iowa State. The one thing that you just can't afford to happen happened. Um, you lose your quarterback right in the, I think, what did he play, three snaps? Um, three snaps in, two possessions in, and Austin Kendall is gone. Um, give me your take on what happened there on Saturday. Yeah, I thought our kids battled. You know, I, 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 first of all, Iowa State's a really good football team, and uh, Matt Campbell's done a good job with the, with that program. They're in year four. They recruited well. Uh, I think they have one of the better quarterbacks in the country in Brock Purdy, and defensively they're, they're playing well. Um, I think they're probably one of the top 20 football teams in the country. They've had two close losses. I think they have two losses by three points. Um, and our kids battled. Um, we got, I think, first series there. Um, Austin got hit. Arm was behind him. Um, thankfully, it wasn't a, a structural injury, so his shoulder's intact. It was a muscle injury. Um, but he he couldn't throw the ball. He couldn't. He didn't have enough on the ball to come back and, and play in that game. And uh, really unfortunate for him, fortunate for us as a football team. I would have liked to seen what the result would have been, you know, and you don't know. Um, we felt like we had a really good play in coming in the game offensively, and we got into it. Jack came in, I thought, uh, did some good things in the first half. He struggled in the second half, and we just weren't able to, to, to have an offense to compete in the fourth quarter. You know, we hung in there. I thought our defensive guys really – Fought hard, hung in there, kept us in the game right up until the uh, first drive of the fourth quarter, and then it get, the game got away from us. But it's 21-14, and we had uh, one, the first opportunity uh, to take the lead after half, didn't take advantage of it. And then we had two other opportunities really to tie the game and just couldn't get, couldn't get multiple first downs. So, and that's on us. We've got to be able to finish games better. Um, but unfortunate uh, that Austin didn't get to play that whole game. Yeah, you know, Coach, when you have your second-team quarterback go in so early, mm -hmm. how much does that hamstring you as a play caller? I mean, in your office, I'm sure you're talking with Matt Moore saying, okay, this is what we can, cannot do. Because he obviously did not get to be a chance to prepare like Austin did. Yeah, well, I think if, if, if something like that happened two years down the road, I think we'd probably be a little in better shape. Um, but right now, we're just a really thin football team. Um, and, and, what, and the reason that affects from your backup quarterback situation because – we go into practice, and right now, it, we barely have a, a two deep at, at, across the offense and across the defense with some injuries and some attrition and just playing some young guys. So we're not running the same amount of reps um, on Tuesday and Wednesday, which are our main work days. We're not, we don't, we're not running as many full-speed reps as you normally would just because of our lack of numbers. And so Iowa State plays unique defense. And we gave Austin probably 90 to 95 percent of those reps during that game week because we were doing some things different. We were trying to present ourselves differently to Iowa State, and I thought we had a really good plan. Um, the unfortunate thing is when he got hurt, Jack didn't have those reps in those plays. And so we felt like the best case – because we tried, we tried it a little bit early, unsuccessful, just running our game, uh, the plays that were in the game plan, unsuccessful. So what we did is after I think his second series in the game, we just said, hey, okay, what's his best plays? All right, got Jack over on the sideline. What do you feel really comfortable with? What are, what are your best plays? Uh, we looked back at some fall camp stuff and some summer stuff that we had numbers on, and we came up with a plan. And then that's the next drive we go down and get a touchdown. We came out, tried some of those same things the second half, and we got first downs a couple times. We just couldn't get in this. And, and he didn't get very much help. We dropped a third down. All right. Um, he went to the – we had a guy that, that didn't pick up a blitz the right way. So it wasn't all on him. But it is difficult, especially where we're at right now as a program, it is difficult to kind of to, to reshuffle or, or, or kind of just completely overhaul a game plan right in the middle of the game.
Coach, what do you take away from the fact that two weeks in a row now against two top 25 teams, and we'll call both Texas and Iowa State top 25 teams, that you're seven points, that you were then seven points going into the last quarter? Yeah, the Texas game was closer, I think, and yeah. um, it might have been three or four. I think it was four, four points yeah. in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, I'm not sure it matters. Um, I get we, that. I understand. Yeah. I know, and I know. But but what are what? As you talked, we talked mm-hmm. earlier this week about taking small victories. And as far as your kids go, you you say, hey, everything's this is a small victory. As we're building and we're building. What do you take from it? Well, it, you know, we're sitting here three and three, and we lost two home games in a row. So I don't think anybody in this building or anybody associated with our programs fired up about that. But the we're not that far off either, you know. And, and the score is a little bit misleading on Saturday. It is what it is. We got to be 38-14, but it's really 21-14, 28-14, you know, and we th- we have a turnover late that should never happen that ended up in a touchdown. And so I think we're close. Um, there's a gap there that we've got to close, you know, and, and some of that's just getting healthy. Some of that's we got we to gotta go recruit. And, and some of it is we just got to coach better and we got to be able to make plays at winning time. So I do think that there's some encouraging things going on. Uh, I think the fact that defensively we've been playing well enough to hang in there against two quality teams is a good sign. Now, we're going to get our biggest test of the year defensively on Saturday. Yeah, no question about that. Let's uh, let's do a little injury update. You said on okay. Tuesday uh, at your press conference that Austin Kendall's status would be day-to-day based upon how he would come back and practice. And really that goes, as you said, Tuesdays and Wednesdays and then, mm-hmm. and then today. Uh, where does he stand right now? Well, on Tuesday he probably took about 50% of the reps – um, and then on Wednesday, uh, he upped that a little bit. Still felt pretty good today. We don't throw today. So, uh, barring any, any changes over the next 48 hours, um, he, he, he will line up behind center on Saturday. Okay. You know, interesting stat, Coach. You said on Tuesday in a press conference that you had 21 freshmen and sophomores yeah. playing uh, in the two deep. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's uh, a really an astounding number to me. It's mind-blowing uh, in some ways. But when you're out there and you're looking at Brock Purdy and you got, you know, Mayo out there, you know, you got Tyke Smith, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got Nick Troy Fortune who played 80 reps, I think you said. Uh, I mean, that is some serious freshmen out there that, <laughs> I mean, I, I, what are you thinking at that point? I mean, just like they're out there, they're, they're playing and, you know, they're actually playing pretty hard and pretty tough. You just line up and play. You know, it's not something you think about. I'll tell you where it hit me. So, um, I always, like, one of the first things I do on Sunday when I kind of turn the page is I've got notes that I took on each opponent we play during the summer. And I always kind of click back and I look back at or I flip back and look at those notes. Then I've I've been watching last year's game just to see how our personnel matches up against their returning personnel. So I'm sitting there watching in the Oklahoma game, and y'all tell me y'all were here. I wasn't here. The Oklahoma game, I watched it on on TV because it was on a Friday night. Or, yeah, Friday night. And so Friday night after Thanksgiving, is that correct? Correct. So I'm sitting here watching the game, and I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, there's not a whole lot of guys running around here. So I get us a depth chart, and I had Montero today. I said, Monty, can you give me a, a depth chart from that Oklahoma game? And so that was the last regular season game in 2018. So November of 2018, we're going to play in October of 2019, two starters on offense. That's it. And then four starters on defense. That's the only carryover from that game. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. And so, and, and, and I'm not saying that as an excuse. I'm just saying, like, I was sitting there watching that game. I'm like, man, we're, we don't Where's have my guys. We don't have, a, we don't have a ton of guys that play that game. And so, um, 
But here's the thing that I'll say. I think our young guys are competing. Nick Troy Fortune we talked about. If you look at it offensively, so offensively we lined up on Saturday, start a true freshman at tight end, Michael Laughlin. He's getting a lot better. You know, I think a couple years down the road, he'll be one of the better tight ends in our in our league, and he's getting better. If you look at, um, at, at center, Bryson Mays. Really tough test last week against NFL player. He's going to play against yeah. a high, highly drafted kid this week. But he's getting better. James Gemitter is playing better. All right. If you look at Sam James, you know, he continues to get better. All right. He's a freshman. Look at Ali Jennings, Winston Wright. They're playing a large amount of steps. Bryce Wheaton, they're all freshmen and they're playing a lot of snaps and they're getting better. If you look over on defense, you got Nick Troy Fresh or Nick Troy Fortune, who's a true freshman, played 80 snaps and, and, and played well. Had breakups, had eight tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taki Smith, he's playing, he played almost every snap, about 95% of the snaps, true freshman. Kerry Martin is playing a lot at safety. You know, Tay Mayo had to come in and basically play the whole second half. And so Jordan Jefferson's playing about half the reps at nose guard. So we got a lot of guys that are playing, and they're getting better. And, and the encouraging thing to me is, and, Tony, we talked about this earlier, is if you look at our older guys on our team, and you're sitting – you got, you know, the older guys on defense, Akeem Bailey. Now, he's going to have to sit out the first half. He's playing the best football of his career, all right? Look at Keith Washington playing the best football of his career. Hopefully he'll come back this week. We'll see. I think he'll be a game-time decision. You look at uh, Josh Norwood. He's playing the best football of his career. Colt McKibbitt's on offense playing the best football of his career. So some of our older guys are continuing to play, and they're getting better as well. So we got a tough test on Saturday, all right? I I really believe our guys are going to go out there and they're going to compete, and we're going to put ourselves in a position to win. And then we're going to be able to, if we keep steadily improving, all right, we're going to put ourselves in a position to finish strong this year. A November to remember. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> are you selling rings? <laughs> <laughs> but but still work to do here. Obviously, in October, we've got two games in October that are remaining. Uh, don't forget, next week West Virginia is off, so that means we will be off as well. And then on Halloween night, uh, West Virginia plays against the Baylor Bears in Waco, Texas. If you'd like to join us, if you're listening in. You can send us an email at wvumsn at gmail.com. That's wvumsn at gmail.com. Or the ever-popular text number is 304-314-4161, 304-314-4161. You made some news as well on Tuesday. I did. The announcement, yeah, with Darius Cowan. You know, he went out of the game like a lot of guys. I thought go you said I made like personal news. I was going oh. back through what did I say on Tuesday. Oh, you made no, you no. made you made news uh, <laughs> with uh, with the Van Darius Cowan. Uh, boy, what a rough break. We had just talked about him having to wait six hundred plus days between games, and then he gets in there for a week, comes back the second week, and now he's done again. Yeah, he suffered a um, a knee injury, and I have a health surgery next week, and. And it's just one of those things. You know, he came in, played well uh, versus Texas, did some really nice things. Uh, last week, I thought he played okay. Uh, missed some plays, you know, that were out there. But unfortunate for him because he was just starting to get into a flow and has a knee injury. And now he's still got two years to play, so this isn't by far the end for him. But uh, he'll, 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 it's, a, it's an injury he'll be able to fully recover for. He'll be back next fall. You know, I would like to also point out, Coach, if, if it's all right with yeah. you, is that – Josh Chandler, you said that he had his best game. Uh, mm-hmm. He did. At Iowa, or playing Iowa State. What I want to point out is the one play where he was covering a slot receiver. Okay, this is an outside backer covering a slot receiver, 35 yards, 40 yards downfield. Great play. Wow. And he gets a pass breakup. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, is that, that, was, that, was is that second, normal? That was second series of the game. And he's, he's a sophomore, and I think he's playing a high, at a real high level. He, uh, a guy that's, that we have big expectations for. Uh, we, had to, we played him more than, than he needed to early in the year. Um, but as X-Ray Lowe is starting to improve, uh, he's always been a good special teams player, but he's starting to improve defensively. And we were able to cut Josh's snaps down about 15 reps last week. And I thought, I thought the quality of his play was better because we cut his reps. He was more fresh, and, and that's something we'll continue to do. I was, I was blown away as well, Wolf, when he was back. It was at the goal line. It was at the goal line. Yeah. Yes, right there. He broke the play up, and I'm thinking to myself, how in the world did he get down there? I mean, he's in the box. And he's all the way down there. I went like, whoa, was that a play? It was a slot receiver. Yeah. And he, it, was, it was just a vertical. And he ran right with him. I'm talking about a linebacker. Yeah. I, I was really shocked to see it. But it was also really encouraging as well. All right. Well, other news. Uh, we might as well clean all the other news up. Tevin Bush has decided to go into the transfer portal. Yeah. And, and like I said, on, uh, on Tuesday at the press conference, wish him well. Uh, he, he, he's had a rough – um, he's had a rough few months uh, personally, and he, he wants to go. He wants to preserve his his red shirt, uh, and he, he's injured at this time too. I think that's important to note. I mean, he's injured. He, he, he wouldn't be able to play uh, for the next few weeks anyway, uh, and he wants to pre- preserve his red shirt, and he wants to go closer to home. I support that decision. Uh, we invite you to join us once again. Uh, we'll put the email out there. We'll take our first break of the evening. The number to uh, text us at is 304-314-4161. 304-314-4161. And you can email us at WVUMSN at gmail.com. Your calls, your questions, and more Mountaineer talk when we come back in our uh, half hour of the assistance segment this evening. We'll be joined by WVU defensive assistant coach Jamile Adai. That'll be coming up later. And, of course, world champion trivia. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. More from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of the Neil Brown Show. Got a question for Coach Brown? Send us a tweet at WVUMSN. Welcome back, everybody. A little bit later on, the hardest worker of the week. Yeah. Hardest worker Who's of the week? the hardest worker of the week for the Tony Caridi. Oh, Tony no, Caridi. No, 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 no. I'm not going to take that, no. <laughs> because too many people working in that building too hard. I'll tell you what. I mean, Patrick. Hey. Patrick, the travel guy, he had a rough week. He's got the itinerary together. Oh, right? no, I mean, doubt. That's, no I mean, doubt. Right? That's, he's a part of that. I just got a text from my wife, so I got to do what I'm told. And uh, I got news that uh, my man Dax had a good practice today, and he's listening in the car waiting for big sis Ansley to finish up. So I need to say hello to the Dax man. What, uh, what, is, what sports is Dax participating in? Participating. Yes. <laughs> is, he's uh, participating in soccer right now. Soccer. Yes. Okay. Absolutely, it seems to be he's supposed to. He's supposed to get ten kicks in the game on Saturday. So we, we're we're working on kicks, kicks on the ball right now. 
So we're just saying, Dax, go out there and kick it ten times. Ten times. Yeah. He I plays know. about the same time we do. So my mom's going to take him to the game, but the goal is ten kicks. <laughs> now, Ansley, we're talking goals. We're having right. we're, we're talking yeah. goals. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. So Maybe. Dax is just kind of getting the concept down is right. what you're saying. That's right. We're yeah. looking for good effort, Dax. I know you're listening. <laughs> That's what it starts with. That's hey, right. whether it's the Mountaineers or whether it's little guys' soccer, That's right. just, just participate and, yeah. and, and get out We're trying to play hard um, yeah. and uh, do what your coach to do, bud. Hey, you said um, you, you talked about Michael Laughlin, um, yeah. who last week had three grabs for uh, 16 yards. Starting to use him a little bit more is – you're, is going to the tight end. So you go back, and Giovanni Haskins uh, against Texas had three. So you just took six catches from the tight end position in the last two weeks. Is that just based on, by chance, what the defense is doing, or do you guys want to get we've tight been, ends more incorporated? No, I mean, we've been playing. We've played probably 75% or percent or more of our snaps with a tight end in sure. the game. Um, you know, and, and really we've called multiple plays to get on the ball. It just hadn't worked out. Um, I thought I think Mike is a guy that's continued to get better as we move through the year. Um, so we're going to continue to play our tight ends, and, and they should get catches as we move forward. You know, Tony, when I was watching the film with Laughlin, okay, not only is he just catching the ball, having those three catches, but he's also doing a lot of nice rub routes that he's doing <laughs> and that he's getting T.J. Simmons, you know, is getting open and getting across. And uh, he's a big part of that because those backers have to worry about him as a – wide receiver threat and I want to say the one thing about him is I showed him on the uh on our show this week was that he he was straining to get this defensive tackle and block him now this is a guy that used to be a wide receiver right yeah. but now he's asked to put his hand down in the in the and dirt that, and you know it wasn't a great block but he got it done and I, you probably know what I'm talking about but it took everything he had to throw well, that defensive lineman on the field we think so, about O'Loughlin so O'Loughlin signs here he's from Chicago signs as a and he was 195 pounds, something like that. So he comes the second practice of fall camp of his true freshman year, he tears his ACL. So between his last football game that he played in, his senior in high school, 190, 195 pounds, to his first game here, which is JMU, and he weighs 253. So he he gained about 60 pounds in between games. So And he missed the whole offseason. He didn't have an offseason. And so – you know, what you're seeing is a guy that, that's, he, I mean, he just hadn't played that position a lot, and he, he hadn't gone through an offseason yet, so he's going to continue to get – he's going to get continue to get better and better. And he loves to play. He prepares. He works hard. He's a guy that's going to get better. He was a heck of a player in high school. Two-time All-State in Illinois. He caught 108 passes. Yeah. And Athletic was, family, too. His brother plays base, baseball at Northwestern. Yeah. 108 passes he caught in his last two seasons of high school and 19 touchdowns. Yeah. So he's a player. He's yep. a player. He's a player. They moved him around, but he played all wide up. Hey, walk us through here a little bit um, on relationships. It always is a small world in football. Yes. And you guys have guys that you know on that Oklahoma mm-hmm. staff. Obviously, we know uh, Bill Biedenboe, who was here as an offensive line coach. Now he's a very highly acclaimed line coach uh, at Oklahoma. Matt Moore, your line coach, mm-hmm. um, is buds uh, with Lincoln Riley um, from their Texas Tech days. You also through that relationship. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of commonality here between the two staffs, isn't there? Yeah, there's a there, I mean there's a lot of familiarity and, and a lot of a lot of times through the years that we've we've talked football and obviously not doing that now. But um, so Lincoln Lincoln worked with Matt 
they were together at Texas Tech and, and part of a, a really good run there with, with Coach Leach and took Texas Tech to, to I think, number one in the country in, in 2008. And, 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 I, and I've known Lincoln for a number of years, and, and Matt's really close with him. And then if you look at that offensive staff, you know, Dennis Simmons, he and Matt worked together again at Texas Tech. Uh, Bill is somebody that, that I've known for a long time. I think he's doing a, a, as good a job coaching the offensive line as anybody in the country right now. If you look at the production they've had, um, and he did a good job here too, but if you look at what he's done at Oklahoma, it, it's, it, they've, they've been lights out for about the last three or four years running, running the football, pass protection, the whole deal. Um, and then Kale Gundy is, some, is another guy on offense that really, really familiar with. Um, just recruiting the same guys, being being around him on the road, and then Shane Beamer's another guy that's, um, I think he's he's a, you know, I think he's really close to probably being a head coach somewhere, and obviously his dad's famous, but but Shane's done a tremendous job recruiting and coaching special teams, and now part of that offensive staff. So there's a lot of familiarity. You know, I said this about Lincoln on the on in the press conference, and I meant this because I think the, you know, I think normal fan deal is all oh, it's Oklahoma you know but the thing about it is that's a that's a really tough job there's a lot of expectations he followed a legend um, and and he followed a legend that that got out at his prime I mean Bob got out and they'd been to the they went to the the CFP the the year before right so and he was bringing back Baker Mayfield you know so he stepped into a, a really tough situation um and Bob is really well liked too, and that's a that, those are tough situations to step into, and I think he's handled it really well. And he's not a he he's not a guy that was a silver spoon guy. He was a student coach. He he never played at Texas Tech. He was on the team for a minute, but never played. And was a student coach. Worked his way up from GA to full time coach, and went to East Carolina, created his own identity, and then Bob hired him there at Oklahoma. And so he's done he's done a great job. These jobs aren't easy, as you say. So why do you think he's had success? That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> he's got way. good players. Yeah. I think he, I think he <laughs> Jimmy's and Joe's. No, nah, <laughs> nah, he would tell you the same. They, they've got a great staff there. Uh, the culture that was there and then he's continued to build is, is really good. Um, they they have tradition, and, and that matters. They have, they have huge, a big-time tradition there. Um, I think he's likable. I think he's, he relates well to his players, um, and they do. They, they have, he's got a great staff, and they have really good players. Yeah. Uh, offensive line, they lose four. Uh, from last year's team to the NFL to the NFL, and they're more productive this year. How about that? Yeah. And then I was looking at the, <laughs> I was looking at their last night. So last night uh, I was taking a look at these numbers. Their left tackle is a post grad from Virginia. Virginia who played, played 32 games at Virginia. Their left guard is a four star recruit. Their center is a preseason All Big 12 pick, first team All American preseason Outland and Remington Trophy Award watch list. Their right side guard is a four star recruit, and their right tackle is a four star recruit. I'll, I'll say this offensively. They probably, and you don't see this often, they probably have three guys that are playing as well at their given position as anybody in the country. C.D. Lamb at receiver, Creed Humphrey at center, and, and Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Those three guys are playing as good as anybody in the country at their position. Tony, they weigh 325 pounds on the average. I mean, and they're, they like to do a lot of pulling with those big offensive linemen. So that says a lot about their athleticism as well. Obviously, if you look at their top four rushers uh, that they have, they're all 7.7 yards or higher. So obviously, the offensive line must be doing <laughs> they a average, pretty good job. They average nine yards and change a play. That means every time they snap it, they almost get a first down, Tony. <laughs> I know. They got some, yeah, they got some crazy stat numbers. I mean, absolutely crazy stat numbers. From the text line. Without giving away any game plans, 
Would you be able to have a package on offense that uses a running quarterback, put it in for a few series at some point in the game, even if Austin wasn't injured, just for a change of pace from Ernie in Charleston? Yeah, I, I, the way I would answer that is we're kind of evaluating on all things. Obviously, we play pretty poorly offensively in the second half. So when you play poorly, um, now some of that was because Austin went in there, but when you play poorly and our run game has, has been a struggle this year, I think that's been well documented. So I think you're always looking for solutions. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your uh, offense. As you said, last week struggled to run the ball. What what was your takeaway as to why you were in, unable to run the ball? Because in the previous uh, two games, both Kansas and Texas, you guys did uh, do a solid job of running the ball. What happened Saturday? Well, Kansas and NC State, we did a good job. Texas, we did okay. Um, not as good as in those two games. Um, and, and to be honest, we just had a hard time blocking them. Um, we had a hard time blocking them. We didn't do as good a job breaking tackles. Um, and then the game got away from us a little bit. And it's hard, you know, when you're – where we're at right now, we've got to be really patient and, and take three, four yards. But when you get down multiple scores, it's hard to do that because you, you, the clock's running down. And, and so – but we didn't block them as good as we needed to. We didn't break as many tackles as we needed to. Um, and, and part of that is Iowa State's pretty good. They've got a – They've got a four eye that's that'll be an NFL player. They got a nose guard that's an NFL player, mm -hmm. um, and and we struggled at times with those guys with, yeah. without question. Uh, scheme wise, uh, what uh, what oh, what's Oklahoma? Yeah, you so, mentioned you watched last year's tape compared yeah, for to this our, year's tape. For our fans, you know Oklahoma offensively is going to look just like they came in here when they when when for the for the game last year uh, the day after Thanksgiving they're they're really really good uh, I talked about CD Lamb at receiver he'll wear number two he's electric with the ball he's also their punt returner uh, Jalen Hurts I think most of our fans have seen him um, he's a dual threat guy he's really difficult to tackle he's he's their leading rusher well over 100 yards rushing per game I think he's improved as a passer um, somebody I'm really familiar with just being in the state of Alabama I've seen him practice multiple times when when, when I would go watch them. Um, but I think he's made steady improvement. Uh, and then their offensive line is playing at a good level. And they got a run, they've got several, several running backs, okay? Where I think they're sneaky good on offense is their fullbacks and their tight ends do a really nice job. And, and Lincoln does a good job utilizing them. They're kind of the unsung heroes. Defensively, where they're different, okay? So that's everything that our, that our fans will know that's similar. Where they're different, and this, again, I think it's a credit to Lincoln, is – Defensively, he went out and, and hired uh, Alex Grinch, defense coordinator, somebody that's familiar with his offensive style because he was a defense coordinator for Michael Leach at Washington State um, and was at Ohio State last year under Urban Meyer. Um, and they look night and day different defensively. You know, I, talk, I told you I watched that game from uh, last year, and they look totally different. The kids are playing harder. Their, um, their defensive line play looks totally different. Um, and then on special teams, you know, special teams and defensively, they're playing at a high level. Um, and now they've been – they've continued to play offense at a high level. Defensively, they're one of the top teams in the country. Special teams, they're playing really well. And that's why I think this is their best opportunity to be a national championship team. There's no doubt. And when you look at that defense, if you threw on the film of last year's defense and then you threw on the film this year, it doesn't it's, even look like the same. And, and there's a lot of the same guys. Right. There's a lot of the same guys, and it doesn't look the same. They've got some difference makers. They're, Gallimore is their, nose, is their nose guard, and he is, he is, he's going to be a tough block, man. He's, he, uh, he and Jordan Elliott from Missouri are the two best defensive linemen we've played against all year. 
Uh, he is quick off the ball. He's beaten double teams. I mean, he's he's been a man here through through the early part of the season. Um, they've got a Mike linebacker in Murray that runs well. They've had a long lineage there of Mike linebackers. I think he's the next guy. I even read an article earlier in the week about some of their past greats talking about how they thought he was the next guy. They've got two uh, young pass rushers that are making a difference. And I think where they're the big, you know, outside of their D-line, their corners are playing at a much higher level too. And they're doing a better job of helping them. Um, but those corners um, are playing are playing uh, really good football. I thought they did a great job versus uh, what I think is a really talented group at Texas. Yeah. You mentioned Kenneth Murray, the uh, middle linebacker, preseason defensive player of the year in the Big 12. His uncle, Lind Murray, played at yeah. West Virginia. And yeah. Kenneth Murray grew up wearing Mountaineer gear. Is that right? Mountaineer posters yeah. in his home. Yeah, I wish he Houston. was wearing Mountaineer gear on this Saturday. I'll tell well, you what, we'll tell you that story later. Fly, man. It could have happened. I, I, that, I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We'll tell you the whole story. Now, we'll take that. a break. We'll be back after this from Farmer Klein and Campbell, West Virginia's injury lawyers. Have you been injured in a wreck? You shouldn't have to worry about fighting the insurance company, and it shouldn't cost you a dime. Call attorneys Farmer Klein and Campbell, 800-687-5990. We help fellow West Virginians. Ask around. We've probably helped a friend, neighbor, or even a family member. We never ask you for money, and we don't get paid unless you do. Injured in a wreck? Call the law firm you know. 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. Around here, you matter. With 16 locations and over 100 years of providing excellent customer service in West Virginia, Central Supply is the largest one-stop shop for all home improvement projects. Whether it's concrete products, building supplies, insulated concrete foundations, concrete masonry units, retaining wall systems, or septic tanks, Central Supply is the place. Just stop by one of our showrooms and view the largest brick, manufactured stone, paver, and aggregate displays in North Central West Virginia. Or visit us at www.centralsupplywv.com. This is a radio ad for Natural Light. Although you may know us as Natty Light. We've got big news. We made a 6% hard seltzer. So move over basic seltzers of the world because Natty Light Seltzer has entered the chat. Our seltzers come in flavors like Aloha Beaches, a mango and peach flavored blend, and Catalina Lime Mixer. When cherry and lime become best friends, Natty Light Seltzer, the seltzer you never saw coming, is here. Enjoy responsibly. 2019 Anheuser-Busch Catalina Lime Mixer, Natural Light, Aloha Beaches flavored malt beverages, sales in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness, helping themselves and helping each other with friends, family, and community lending their strength and support. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
More from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of the Neil Brown Show. Got a question for Coach Brown? Send us a tweet at WVUMSN. Join us. You can send us a text as well, 304-314-4161, 304-314-4161. Email WVUMSN at gmail.com. That's WVUMSN at gmail.com. Hey, you know, Tony, one thing I was going to say is we've, we've talked about the game, and I said this Tuesday. I thought our crowd for fall break for our students, so we had a large number of students that were gone, that were not on campus, not in town. Our crowd was, was in that game for three quarters, and they were loud. They were factors. Iowa State had to use two timeouts early in that game, so I want to I make sure I just I noted that. And credit to all our people. I thought they were showed up. They were enthusiastic. They were behind our team. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. They are the 12th man. You can be. Two weeks in a row for sure. Yeah, two. You can be the difference. That was fantastic. All right, let's, uh, let's jump around here. Let's get an update on some of these other youngsters. Let's talk running game right now specifically. We talked running game overall. We just talked about the lack no, of no, their time. No, no, no. Let's talk running backs. <laughs> let's talk running backs here. Right. We're going to go. So we're with Martel Petaway, uh, hoping to redshirt. Yep. Let's go Letty Brown, Kennedy McCoy, and Alex Sinkfield. So what are you seeing? What's going on there? Yeah, so Letty, Letty's going to get the uh, – he'll get the start on Saturday. I think that's something he's deserved. He's, I think he's played the most consistent since he's come back from the injury. you got to remember, he missed the first two games uh, due to injury. So I think he's been the most consistent. Um, he, he's physical. He didn't play his best on Saturday, but he's a downhill runner. we got to get Kennedy going. You know, Kennedy is a guy that's played a lot of solid football here. Um, we have high, I had high expectations for him coming into the year. I think he's shown flashes in the NC State game. I thought he showed flashes um, in the uh, Kansas game. But we, we really need him to get get going. And we got to get him started. And, and so he's a guy. I know he's played well against Oklahoma before. So he's a guy that we need to get a good performance out of on Saturday. How would you grade out your receivers? You know, it, it, what Iowa State does is so difficult. And then we didn't. We didn't do a great job getting on the ball. I thought T.J. Simmons two weeks in a row has, has looked like a guy, man. He's, he's played well. Um, he's, he's always been a real solid performer on the perimeter blocking, but he's made plays in the passing game and um, showed some twitch on Saturday running away from people. So I'm pleased with him. Uh, Sam James did some, did some good things. We tried in multiple ways getting the ball. Um, we, we really need to get him some more touches. That's on me. Um, but I thought, we did, I thought we did okay. I think we're making strides there, you know, um, but we can play better, but we're making strides. I really think that uh, T.J. Simmons' light bulb just went on in the last couple of weeks. Last two so, weeks, man, yeah. way, well over 200 yards, uh, mm-hmm. practice well. You can start seeing it, too, you know, it, and when they start practicing better and, and more consistent, and you've seen that with him. Uh, from the text line, speaking of receivers, what type of ceiling does Bryce Wheaton have? I've heard a lot of good things about him, but only have seen flashes on the field where is he at in his development he got quiet yeah. there saturday he's redshirt freshman and uh so there's been some highs and some lows uh from a talent standpoint he he's he's exactly what you're looking for he's six four he's 220 pounds um he'll hit 21 miles per hour on our gps which is really fast i mean that's as fast i mean we've got a couple guys faster but i mean he's up in there in that upper echelon is of, of speed on our team um He's working on his hands to be more consistent. That's something he's got to do. Um, and he's going to improve his consistency overall as a player. Um, but he's going to have a great career here. And, and he's a guy that he showed flashes against Texas. Um, 
and he's going to continue to improve. He's probably getting pressed into duty maybe a little bit before he's ready, uh, but that'll pay off down the, down the, uh, down the road. He sure does look good in a uniform, Joe. He does. I mean, if we're looking at football I players. Or I tell him all the time. I said, Bryce, if I look like you, I still be playing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so we got a challenge this week with this punt game, don't we? C.D. Lamb uh, is a fantastic return man for Oklahoma. And uh, not only will you well, see him. Well, he, he's, he's really good with the ball in his hand, and he has courage and confidence. And that's a, that's a deadly combo at punt returner. If, you're, if you have a lot of confidence, I mean, you're going to catch the ball. If you got courage, you're going to catch it in traffic. And he's good enough once he gets it. You know, that's the best. To me, that's his best attribute as a receiver is he breaks tackles. I don't know if you've seen the picture. Like, I would, if, you're on so, if you're on social media, go and see the picture on Saturday from the game against Texas where C.D. Lamb catches it, and somebody took a picture, and it looks like C.D. Lamb's in the middle of five Texas guys, and he scores on that play. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? I don't know if you've seen it. I saw it. It's, it's amazing. It was a flea flicker. Yeah. Right. It was yeah, a flea was. flicker, and he caught it. He and caught it, and there's, there's, five, <laughs> there's five of those uh, brown jerseys or whatever, they're orange, burnt orange burnt jerseys. Orange. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'll get in trouble right there. Burnt orange jerseys right there, and they're surrounded him, and then all of a sudden he scores a touchdown. This is crazy. Give us some in, give us some insight on the punt, your punt, because you've had real good success here over the last several games. Now don't not, go don't go jinxing us again, Tony. Okay, coach, you've been terrible no. <laughs> at uh, punting the ball. Over the, how's that? Um, we what? did win the coin toss, by the way. Again. I thought yeah, of you too. Yeah, yeah I thought. Yeah, I thought we're five six on that. Back on that. I'm not saying anything this week. Um, why has the why have you been successful when you break down tape of your punt? Why has that been working for you? Well. So, a couple different things. Number one, schematically, we're a little bit different than, than people play week to week. So, we do some different things as far as we try to present differently uh, our punt uh, scheme each week. Um, we've got a punter that ha- that can change up his launch point. So, we have the ability to rugby. We have the ability to, to punt traditionally. And so, they don't know where to put their rush because it, when you're rushing a punt, you always – got to have an aiming point. So, if you don't know if the aiming point is going to be – move to the left or it's going to be right behind the uh, snapper. So we've been able to do that. And then our punter has the ability to spray the ball. Even though he hasn't been as consistent with his with his hang time as we would like, he's able to spray the ball across the field. So that's those are all been reasons why we have not given up a punt return yard now going back to the JMU game. It's been really impressive. I mean, they want to play the, the game. You can tell that they take those special teams serious. And I think you're number two in the Big 12 with it. I mean, that's the top ten, I think, Coach. Uh, I mean, that's just really impressive. I, I can't remember. I wish we didn't have to punt so often. Well, that's probably a, a good point right there. <laughs> I'd be better. I'd be better if we didn't have to punt so often. Um, the, that's a great explanation, though. I never thought of it that way because you're moving the target point. Yeah. It's difficult for them to get an idea as to where he's going to be. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the point. And uh, we're trying to move him around. And Josh is doing a good job. He's getting better. Um, he's going to be tested this week. He's going to have to be accurate. His hang time is going to have to be better than it has been with C.D. Lamb back there. From the text line, Chaz in Morgantown. Coach, two games we rushed for over 140 yards this year. The fullback had 40 or more snaps. Other games, the fullback had 10 or less. Why not more fullback sets? Well, somebody's studying, so I'll give them credit on that. Um, who's that? Chaz? Chaz. Chaz in Motown. Chaz is studying, so I, pr- I do appreciate that. Um, we, played, we played the fullback not as much uh, versus uh, Iowa State, but we did play them against Texas. 
The problem is what people have done when we put the fullback in is they've really added another player to the box, and we lack length at that position. So what we've done is when we have tight ends in the game, we have a, a more of a threat of passing the ball, so we play a lighter box. Um, but you'll see, you'll see the fullback back in there this week. Starting to see teams, just not you, but you've been doing it some, with tight formations. Um, yeah. So one wide out is inside the hash, and on the other side of the field he might be two, three yards outside the hash, which is an incredibly tight formation for mm-hmm. nowadays football, right? Why, am I, why are we starting to see that? Why are, school, why are teams doing that? Um, so a couple different reasons. You can get, you get angles. Um, you get angles blocking in the run game. Uh, you can use – so for us, T.J. Simmons is a, as good a blocker as any fullback or tight end we have. So we're able to put him close to the ball and get him angles on some linebackers and some, some nickels. Um, and it's also you, – you give yourself the ability to have a shorter passes. Okay, the – you know, I mean, it's geometry, you know. And so that's, that's the reason. Plus, you can get uh, to multiple looks quick. So you can motion to a three-back look. You can motion to a two-back look. You can get to empty really fast. So those are the, that's the reason why people are doing that. So for a while there, that when it was the Art Bryles thing with Baylor, he was spreading everything out to yep. beyond the, the hashes and close to the – using the whole field. Outside of the numbers. Outside well, of the numbers, I yeah. Think, I think what you're seeing, too, in football so is, you know, you think about – you know, we've been digital in football now for – probably, you know, 15 years ballparkish. What I mean by digital is people share video uh, via the Internet, you know. But what you've done, what you've seen now is every game's on TV. And so we have the ability to get every game that's on television. Then you see all these short clips on social media. You can follow sites. So what happens is, is these offensive guys and defense also, but it, they're seeing so much football. You know, so and this is a copycat profession. So somebody sees something they like and they're incorporating it. No different than when Art Bryles at Baylor, he was playing those really wide splits. So people started copying that. Now you're seeing in the NFL, all right, the NFL where the Rams had such huge success last year, the Chiefs had such huge success last year, and they what they did is they put really fast guys in a tight window and then got the ball outside, scrambled them out. Yep, yeah. got them outside. So I think that's part of it too, and, and that's just kind of the. The evolution. We invite you to stay tuned when we come back. The hardest worker of the week. Hardest worker not named Tony Caridi. Well, no, I'm not. It's not me. I'm, I'm basically semi-retired. Uh, we invite you to listen to the Gomart Mountaineer Tailgate Show this coming week. Dan Zangrilli, Jed Drenning, and the Wolfman. They'll start bright and early, 8.30 Saturday morning. Back after this, Gomart. Yeah. Go for good times. Go for Gomart. Here, tradition runs deep. Our heritage is rooted in dedication and perseverance. Pride isn't just a word. It embodies every step we take. It's a legacy that echoes from our past and shapes our future. That's why GoMart is proud to fuel Mountaineer players and fans as the official convenience store of WVU Athletics. Go to GoMart.com to find a location near you. Let's go. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Caridi, and my guys at Mark LaRose Ford and Gasway are celebrating Truck Month the only way they know how by slashing prices on everything on the lot. Right now, through the end of this month, all new vehicles have been marked down to $62 under the invoice, which means thousands in savings for you, like a 2019 XLT Crew Cab, not for the retail price of $51,860, but the Truck Month special of just $39,362. Shop online at MarkLaRoseFord.com or visit them today, just 62 seconds off Exit 62 in Gasway, Mark LaRose Ford. 
afford. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Golden Blue live here. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. Neil Brown Show continues from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, exclusively on the Mountaineer Sports Network. Now to talk more X's and O's with Coach Brown, here again, Tony Caridi. All right, welcome back, everybody. I tell you what, a very, very nice, uh, a very tranquil crowd here this evening. I, I, Coach, yeah, I, mean, I think it's the lighting, Tony. I mean, it is. The lighting is kind of... This kind of it's like everything's chilled out. I mean, we've got a lot of distinguished. This table here in particular, very, did you notice? Yeah, did you notice this table? I mean, obviously, uh, later on tonight, shooting a uh, <laughs> shooting the sequel to Goodfellas. Good to see you guys. <laughs> yes, indeed. Absolutely. Our Park Superstores Hard Worker of the Week from Park Superstores, six convenient locations throughout West Virginia. Work hard, play harder. Parks. Who has caught your eye in the hard worker category? Anybody? Is your watch? I'm going. Tape? I'm going. Uh, Reese Donahue. Ooh. Yeah, Reese Donahue. Reese Donahue is a kid, and I kind of skipped over him, but I should. He is playing really well right now. He play. I think he plays best. I, well, I know he played his best game. I don't know if it's the best game in his career because I haven't been here, but he definitely played his best game of the uh, of this season last year versus um, versus uh, Iowa State. Played really high level, and he's one of our hardest workers. Great with Mike Montero. He's done a great job setting setting the example uh, for our younger kids. Yeah, he uh, 44th game coming up here. He leads the defense in career starts. Uh, last week he had he had a nice sack. I mean, there's sacks where you kind of get a hold of the guy. Then he kind of it happens like in pieces, like a kind of like a Christmas tree that falls down. And then you have one of those <laughs> that are like like an airbag goes off. Yeah. He had an airbag sack. Like yeah. he just went like. <laughs> And it was you know, it was over with. And I th I think that's something that's that's probably not getting talked about, you know, because it got lost because we didn't play as well offensively, so the score got away from us. But defensively against Brock Purdy, I thought we we held him well below his averages, and yeah. we we had him on the run. He wasn't as accurate early in the game, and that's playing with those freshmen in the back end. So credit to our defense staff and our defense kids. Hey, give us uh, an update here on recruiting. You mentioned Texas Week. You had a bunch come in. We did uh, this week. Um, I, I know you had we had, we had a big group for Iowa State too, and and so what you're seeing is basically I'll kind of 
we'll talk about it a little bit. I think people are interested. And so if you look at it, I'm just going to say offense, defense for the 2020 class. When you look at it offensively, I think the the – the spot that we that we need to add people, we got to get a running back. We haven't had we we've got a couple that we that we're really close to. We're making sure we get the right one there. We want to add at least one more uh, wide receiver. Uh, we'll add at least one more offensive lineman. Uh, and I think you could look maybe, um, but you know maybe even after signing day, may try to add an older guy in one of those spots as well. I think defensively. Uh, we're going to try to we're going to try to sign the best athletes we possibly we need to get faster on that side. We'll sign uh, anywhere from two to three more defensive linemen, and I'm talking about ends and tackles. There, uh, we need to add at least one linebacker, and then multiple secondary guys. That's where we take the biggest hit, and so we need to add those guys uh, to the mix. But that's kind of where we're at. We're really uh, full go ahead on 21 class, and, and I feel confident that we've had to this point. And again, this is going to be the that'll be the first class that's really an indication of of what type of kid we're going to be able to get consistently here at West Virginia. It'll be that 21 class. And man, we've had some of the, some of the who's who in this, in this class, in this drivable area on campus already um, at home football games at either the Texas or the Iowa state game. What has your recruiting confirmed to you or fulfilled any hope that you had? In other words, that was a poorly asked question, but yeah, I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll try to. This time, I'll use English and try to put it in sentences. Um, so you get here, you say, "Okay, it's the West Virginia job," and I think obviously that I can get the players that I need to win at the level that I want to win at. Okay, so that's the premise of the question. Now that you're truly out there, your staff has been out there, and you've mentioned a couple of times that you're getting a very high level of uh, player to come in. Has it has it met your expectation? Has it uh, has it maybe exceeded your expectation of whom you've been able to talk to and at least entertain as a possible recruit? Was that better? What, did yeah, that better? Yeah, that was better. Okay, thank you. So I think what it's all right. So a couple things. So been in these areas before, but it's been a few years since I've recruited some of these areas that we're recruiting now. Uh, it's taken us longer than I probably initially uh, thought to make inroads in the DMV and make inroads in Pittsburgh, the greater Pittsburgh area, and inroads in kind of the northwest Ohio. You know, and those are uh, areas where we should be really strong, where for whatever reason we don't have as many kids on our roster right now as we need to. Um, and so it took us through the 20 class. You know, we've got a couple kids from that those areas, but we, hadn't as, we have not been as successful as I would like. We're starting – to make those inroads for the 21 class. And I think starting with the 21 class, those areas that are tradition rich with high school football will start having more success. And so you're basing, you're saying it went a little bit slower than you thought. You're just well, basing, you're basing that on the number of kids that have come in to visit, come in to visit and then we're getting committed and those things it's, it's taken. I probably under, um, I didn't realize that uh, maybe we hadn't been in those areas. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So we're trying, we're trying You're to reintroducing yourself. Yeah, we're trying to get back in there, and it's a our brand is strong. Um, it's it went recruiting is once you get a kid from a certain area, you have an opportunity to get. I, I'll use the DMV. We have a few kids from the DMV, but it's been a while since Tavon Austin. That's kind of our you know from that greater area. You know whether it's Baltimore, uh, DC, Northern Virginia, and kids still obviously know who Tavon Austin is, but they don't know him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. And so you got to get kids 
to come, and then once you get those kids that they know, then you have greater success getting other kids in. There's a synergy that starts. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, exactly. Then, yeah, Tony, there's one thing I do know is watching the staff and Coach Brown is that they've not left any rock unturned. They have been out there since the day one they've walked in here. I have not seen anything like it at West Virginia before the work that they've done. So maybe it hasn't been what you've expected. Maybe uh, No, and I don't mean that bad, Wolf. I'm just saying it's, it's taken us a little bit longer. You I know? Just, and, I and those are going to win. Yeah, those in. yeah those guys are going and it's going to start paying off. You know, we've got some really good kids in the twenty class committed. We're going to get some more. Our class will will significantly change than what it is right now. But I think the twenty one class in those areas in particular, you're going to start seeing a great or higher level of success. You mentioned uh, that you might have to go get a couple of older kids after the uh, the, the period goes away. So, uh, are we talking JC or are we talking post grad transfers? No, we're, we'll, we're going to build this thing through high school. I think you have to. Um, we're going to be – we've got a couple junior college kids uh, uh, committed right now. Um, I think we'll – in the secondary, we may add one, maybe two um, older uh, junior college-type players. And then post-grad probably sometime over the summer if we have a need coming out of spring ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was, telling, I was telling Wolf earlier this, uh, this week – the number of uh, fifth-year seniors on the team are, I think the number was 14. I, I can look at the notes real quick. I think it's 14 fifth-year seniors on this team. Yeah. And if I was not mistaken, there was only four of them that have been here either four or five years. Yeah. That's, so That's the truth. That, and, and that is the, as you, I would think you'd agree, that's the hardest thing to do is go through a program and last all four or five years. But you've got to have a higher percentage you, than yeah, that. You've got, to, you've got to hit higher numbers. And, and it's harder. I mean, the, the – it's changed so much. Changed since Wolfley was a player. It's changed greatly since I was a player. Kids have more options. They, you know, it's, it, you know, and I'm not a guy that's going to sit up here and complain about it. It is what it is. I mean, you got to, you deal with it and, and, and move on. We invite you to stay tuned. We've got one more segment with Coach Brown coming up. Jamal Adai is with us and he'll be joining us coming up in just a little bit. If you'd like to email, it's WVUMSN at gmail.com, WVUMSN at gmail.com, or text us. 304-314-4161, 304-314-4161. We continue after this from Subway. Hi, welcome to this ad for new Subway sliders starting at one eighty nine each. How do you want it? Cheer squad. Woo! Go Subway sliders starting at one eighty nine each. Give me a one eighty nine ham and jack slider. One eighty nine ham and jack slider. Give me a one eighty nine Italian spice slider. One eighty nine Italian spice slider. What's that? Uh, doesn't really spell anything. New Subway sliders starting at one eighty nine each. Go sliders! Customization for flavored cheese and sauce. Participating shops plus tax. Price higher on delivery. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. The WVU Sports Medicine Center cares for athletes at all levels. We work to get every patient back to their highest level of activity, whether that means a two mile jog or reporting for practice with the Mountaineers. Our physicians manage sports-related injuries and medical conditions that include muscle and joint pain, sprains, and concussions. To make an appointment, call 855-WVU-CARE. One of Schneider Down's clients wasn't utilizing the tax deductions available to them. That is a big problem. Schneider Down's helped the client amend their returns and recoup over $1.4 million dollars the refund had a huge impact on the family-owned business. That is big thinking. And that's what you can expect from Schneider Downs. Big thinking with a personal focus for a wide range of businesses. 
To learn what big problems we can solve for you, visit SchneiderDowns.com. From the firing of the musket to country roads, we bleed gold and blue. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section and after dad's back injury. They helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Trouble with opioids can start at home with unused medicines such as pills, patches, and syrups. You can remove the risk and protect your family. Find out how at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at the dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. Too many Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. Want to be a part of the Neil Brown Show? Tweet us your questions at WVUMSN. Now back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill for more of tonight's show. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Neil Brown Show. So program notes, because the Mountaineers do not play next week, we do not have a show next week. We will return. Okay, watch me now. We will return Tuesday. Tuesday. We're going to have the Halloween special. Oh, <laughs> so we need we need uh, Daniels to to get uh, Tony yeah. an outfit ready for Halloween. On, yeah. uh, Halloween's Thursday. We'll be out of town. So Tony will have candy for the kids and, yeah. he, and, and maybe dressed in costume. Maybe yeah, that's, costume. I like it, coach. <laughs> hey, Dougie, let's get uh, let's bring up manager Dougie Moore back there. Dougie, can we uh, can we on the fly here create a contest and say when the folks come in here for next Tuesday's show, because many of the people that come to this show are regulars. Can we do a Halloween costume? Can we have a party? Okay, thank you. And now, now the part that's going to make you tight. But Greg walked out the owner, so you don't need to worry. Can we can we give away some prizes to the best costumes? Okay. Sure. I like what we'll it. do. What we'll Doug, do is Doug, Doug seems to be very. Doug, agreeable. You can do it, but Tony get everything he has is free. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> hey, so what we'll do is like what what Tony normally gets in a day free. We'll just give those out for the costumes. This would be great. <laughs> we could. Yeah, I like that. I like the way you're thinking, Neil. No, not really. Um, but that's what we'll do. So we're, can you promote that like on that fancy marquee out there, that Vegas type marquee Halloween party? October 29th at the I, Neil Brown Show. I bet Wolf has great costumes. Oh, I bet you. Absolutely. I bet you through the years you've got a lot of. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have, know if they fit me anymore. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple of guys that you've gone out for as on Halloween. What have you? What have you dressed up as? Oh my gosh, I've gone out as Batman. Oh. Although that suit was that's a little a, bit that's tight. A good one. <laughs> that's a good that suit was a little bit tight. I have gone yeah. out there. Yeah, I have gone out as a football player before, but you know that was pretty average. But yeah. I will say this: my best costume. Of all time, Tony. Stop. Let me guess. Go I ahead. I bet you it's going to be a hard rock person. Go ahead. Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long-haired wig. Uh, it was blonde. Did you, did you sing great. Little Paradise City? Yeah. I tell you, I tried it, but they all started booing me. So let me ask you this, okay, Neil. 
what are your memorable? Your mom's here, so we can confirm this. What are your memorable Halloween costumes? How what did about, you go up for? I, I have no idea. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I, <laughs> that that you you repress that or what is that? I, I know. I mean, we 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 celebrate Halloween. I can remember going trick or treating. I can't remember very many costumes. I, I do remember. My mom can maybe remember better than I can. I remember, you know, Karate Kid was big, so I I, I had a <laughs> I, I did that one year. You were Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. He was Daniel. There you go. Put the that on Twitter. Wax on. Yeah, wax on. Very good. Very good. But I like I, it. You know, I, I can't remember. I can't so, remember. So a relatively forgettable Halloween career for you. Yeah. Now I can tell you, my kids were on we're on Dax. Uh, I don't know how many of y'all. Dax is kind of taking over the show. You know, we didn't play very well, so we're talking about Dax. Um, <laughs> ten ten kicks for Dax, and yeah. what's he gonna wear? So you're probably not familiar with this. You're not at this stage because your kids are older and you're not yet a gr- uh, grandfather, so you don't know about this show, but the PJ Mask. Okay. All right, so the PJ Mask. She knows it back yeah, there. PJ, yeah, PJ, there you go. So he is Gecko. Gecko, or, uh, yeah, he was Catboy last year. I get confused. Gecko this year. So <laughs> so that's what, that's what we're going to be. Yeah. I'll give you a funny Halloween story. So my son was like four years old. And about mm, September, he gets a catalog that's got Halloween costumes in it, and he carries that. He carries around that that magazine. Does not put it down. Right? Does not put it down. This yeah. is a true story. It's, it's, Aren't it's, the kids missing out on the catalogs like the JCPenney yes. catalogs? Yeah. And oh like yeah. Sears. You know. You remember when you used to be able to get the catalog and you could it circle all the things you wanted yes. for, for Christmas? And you can yeah, get your Halloween. About that thick. They're missing out. Like the iPad just doesn't have the same deal. You know what right. I mean? Like it's you know. Shoo, shoo, Exactly, it's gone. You can't write on it. So he carries around this Halloween um, outfit catalog, and he he just, I mean, mean, they OCD'd on the thing. Like, he wouldn't let it out of his hand. He goes to bed, he's got this thing, right? (laughs) And and the thing that he picked was a clown. So he wanted to be the clown. So I said, okay, we'll get you a clown. So we'll get you the the wig, and we'll get you the paint, and we'll do the whole thing, right? So finally the day comes. He's going to preschool. They're going to have their party. And so she does the white face. And she puts the same face on him that was in the magazine. So he's been carrying around. So fine, so fine. He shows up at, uh, he goes to preschool. Serendipity over in Star City, one of the great uh, edifices of higher learning. And <laughs> he probably, well, if he got that free too. No, I didn't. Hey, no. he threw it on the radio. No, 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 no. pay for yeah, any no, child no. care. No, no. Add, the, add that to the list. <laughs> Food, clothing, <laughs> now child care. It's unbelievable. So he walks in. You're beautiful, hugs. So he walks in, and he looks at himself in the mirror and scared himself to tears. <laughs> Seriously. I totally he went, get that, He went Tommy. like this. He went, yeah. and he couldn't process the fact that, number one, it was him. Number two, that that's what he looked like. Yeah. The, mirror, it, the mirror is scary. It crushed him. You know, here's the thing, totally, totally off topic, but I've got twin nephews, and they're identical twins. I don't know at what age, but to a certain extent, to a certain age, they would look in the mirror and they would say the other one's name. Wow. Yeah. Because they, they're identical to it. They've only looked. That is wild. Yes, yeah, Coleman and Keenan. And, and they would look, Coleman would look in the mirror, and I'd say, who that? Who is that, Keenan? Well, they don't do that know. anymore, so don't worry. <laughs> well, they probably won't be real fired up. I told that on, on the radio. How, how, old are, how old are they now? They're in eighth grade now, but... Oh, yeah, they're yeah. not happy right yeah, now. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think they can tell the difference now. I no, think. It's, it's all past the statute of things. You're, you're good. You're hey, good. Tony, I don't like clowns. See, you a lot like, of, I don't like clowns. They're, they, what, they're freaky, man. See, what about you? What about you? 
I, I, I really haven't put any thought into clowns. No, they've not, so that means they don't scare you. <laughs> no, not, not scared. I mean, some people. What about no some fear of count, clowns? What, what, <laughs> scared of C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Not, 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 not clowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we guess you know what? Maybe CD scare clowns. Maybe <laughs> maybe someone on your sideline yeah. could put a Joker face on yeah. on, on Saturday and say, "Hey, yeah. CD, I'm here to see you." Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Raise your hand here, those in the crowd. Just we won't hold it against you if you're afraid of clowns. Right here. Two, mm-hmm. three, just three people. The rest of you are all liars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're all you're all fibbing. Skeeter. I don't know. <laughs> Skeeter, are you scared of clowns? <laughs> 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 You know, I'm going to his house at midnight. I'm yeah. going to come on and We're going to find out, We're going to find out. We're going to find out when you roll back the curtains next time. You're going to say, hello, Skeeter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, before we cut you loose here. Okay. Um, give, me the, uh, give me what you want uh, besides a win on Saturday. What, what do you want to see? What are you hoping to see uh, in this matchup here? Well, I think it's a great opportunity for us. And, and I mean that. We're playing number five team in the country. They're undefeated. I think they're one of the teams that, <laughs> that has a great uh, has a great opportunity. You didn't quite get your golf button. I, know, I just missed. Professional. You missed <laughs> I the know, call. I missed, missed the golf I missed. I missed. Um, but uh, they are. They're they're on a. Uh, they're one of the few teams that has a opportunity to win a national championship. And so I think it's a great opportunity for our guys on the way the Fox game of the week. We got Gus Johnson on the call, and so. It's a, it's a big-time game. It's a great opportunity for our guys. That's the way we've sold it to them all week. And uh, we've got a good plan. I think our kids are going to be ready. And uh, we've got to handle the travel and all that kind of stuff. But I want to see us come out and, and compete. I want to see us play hard. I want to see us be physical. And I want us to make routine plays. That's the thing. Like, people think when you play a team that's highly ranked and you've got to do something extraordinary, you don't. You just have to make routine plays. And that's what I want to see our guys do. I want to see them stack routine play after routine play. And, uh, and that's what we're looking for on Saturday. Coach, we appreciate the time and wish you guys the best of luck. We invite you to stay tuned. Uh, For those that are here with us, and this is why you need to come here, for those that are here with us, the official baker of the Neil Brown Show, Mr. Bill White, will now present his treats to the rest of the crowd. The rest of you at home. You will not be disappointed. Eat your heart out. We'll be back with more after this from MCM Business Systems. We mean business. MCM Business Systems is the engine that helps your business accelerate. Digital copiers, total solution office printers, computers and networking, office supplies and furniture, printing and signs. MCM is your full-service copy center. In West Virginia, we spell service MCM. Our goal, another satisfied customer. For more information, log on to mcmbusiness.com. Morgantown's number one new home builder and the official home builder of WBU Athletics, Dan Ryan Builders, builds award-winning homes for Mountaineers and their fans. Make your first home or your last home a dream home by Dan Ryan Builders. Dan Ryan Builders and WVU, a winning combination. Let's go Mountaineers. Visit danryanbuilders.com to learn more. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. Custard Stand Chili is the official chili of WVU Athletics. Eat like a mountaineer and enjoy the chili proudly made in West Virginia at your tailgate, the game, or at home. Visit CustardStand.com for stores and restaurants or order online. For us, it's gold and blue. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Sweet strawberry icing. 
You're in goodwill, and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot, miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, oh, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill, bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Sometimes auto accidents aren't really accidents at all. They are staged, deliberate crashes designed to make it look like it's your fault, when in fact, you're the innocent victim. The criminals that are behind them are interested in one thing, money from an insurance claim. If you think that accident was not really an accident at all, protect yourself. Call the police, take pictures of the damage, the people in the other vehicles, the license plates, licenses, and registration. Whenever you suspect fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. Public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Welcome back to the Neil Brown Show. We'll return to Kegler's for more of tonight's show in just a moment. Drew Casey with you inside our MSN studios, and it's time now for a quick look around the rest of the Big 12. It's brought to you by MCM Business Systems. We mean business. Three weeks into conference play, and Big 12 defenses are averaging 376 yards allowed per game. That's the best defensive start in the league since 2009. It's also the first time since 2013 that that number is under 400 yards a game. We take a look at Week 8 action across the conference with a full slate of games, all 10 teams in action this Saturday. Of course, it starts with West Virginia on the road at 5th-ranked Oklahoma. Kickoff set for 12 noon Eastern time from Norman with all the action beginning here on MSN three and a half hours prior. Bright and early 8.30 a.m. will be on the air coming up on Saturday morning on many of these same stations. Elsewhere, 12 noon on Saturday, Texas Tech welcomes Iowa State to Lubbock. The Cyclones knocking off West Virginia last weekend in Morgantown. They're now 2-1 in league play, while Texas Tech comes in 1-2 after dropping a double overtime heartbreaker to Baylor last Saturday. 33-30 was the score in that ball game. Other games in the conference, 2.30 Eastern start time in Manhattan, Kansas, where Kansas State goes head-to-head -head with TCU. K-State still in search of their first Big 12 conference win of 2019. At 4 Eastern time, now 18th-ranked Baylor looks to stay unbeaten. The Bears 6-0 hit the road and head to Stillwater to take on an Oklahoma State team that is favored at home to break up the midseason perfection. The final game of the day in the league comes up on Saturday, and it features the third-ranked team in the conference. That's number 15, Texas, tangling with Kansas in Austin. The Longhorns came up short in the Red River Showdown last Saturday, 34-27, while Les Miles is still looking for Big 12 win number one this season. That's all for Week 8 around the Big 12. I'm Drew Casey. This segment was brought to you by MCM Business Systems. We mean business. Our coverage of the Neil Brown Show live from Kegler's continues in just a moment. Join us each Thursday night here at Kegler's for good times, great food, and the Neil Brown Show from 6 until 8 p.m. Since 1994, Kegler Sports Bar has been one of Morgantown's most popular hangouts for sports fans. Come enjoy the game while eating Kegler's award-winning wings or try our selection of over 45 beers. But don't take our word for it. Come into Kegler's and see for yourself why we've been recognized nationally for our lively atmosphere and superior service. Follow us on Facebook or visit keglersportsbar.com to check out our daily specials. Kegler Sports Bar, sports, food, and great times. Know what today is? 
Today is your day to discover everything that your state has to offer. AARP West Virginia is in communities all across the state, connecting with you and your family. From Morgantown to Charleston, you can meet new people at their local events, get resources for caregiving and fraud protection, and work with them to improve your neighborhood. They're helping you make the most of your community so you can get out there and take on today and every day. Learn more at aarp.org wv. At Northeast Natural Energy, we're making the most for West Virginia through the state's abundance of clean natural gas. We're West Virginia operated, West Virginia trusted, and West Virginia fans. Northeast Natural Energy, doing things well for West Virginia. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Pedestrian accidents are on the rise across the country, including a growing number of incidents involving guide dog teams. Guide Dogs for the Blind provides unparalleled training for its guide dogs and their partners who are blind or visually impaired to help them navigate the traffic on busy streets. If you're behind the wheel, please don't text while driving and keep a close lookout for the thousands of working guide dog teams that cross the streets every day. Thank you from Guide Dogs for the Blind. Is your life affected by someone else's gambling? If your answer is yes or you have more questions, Gammonon is there for you. Gammonon helps family members, friends, and those affected by a compulsive gambler find answers and strategies for dealing with the finances, debts, and strained relationships caused by gambling. Visit gam-anon.org for the national meeting list. Come to a meeting whether or not the gambler in your life seeks help or even recognizes that there is a gambling problem. For more information, go to gam-anon.org. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Neil Brown Show. We head into our number two, along with Dale Wolfley. Coming up, uh, by the way, the uh, the kitty, the kitty of our prizes for trivia later on in the show just got even better. Dougie Moore, who we pointed out earlier in the first segment, the fine manager here at Kegler's, came up to me and he said, "Hey, I've got a couple tickets for you to put into trivia. Two tickets to Monday night's Steelers Dolphins game." That'd be nice, huh? Well, that's big time now. Uh, yeah, very good. And uh, so check it out. We'll give those away a little bit later. Please welcome to the program for the first time since he's come back to West Virginia, Mountaineer assistant coach Jamile Adai. Yes, indeed. <laughs> nice to have you with us. Happy to be back, man. Yeah. Happy to be here. You told me something very interesting there before we just went on. We were talking about... Um, the freshman that you've been forced to play in the back half of the defense, and you said last season you faced the same kind of a situation. Yeah. So it's funny. I mean, it's almost carbon copy of last year. I was at University of Minnesota under P.J. Fleck and had some of the same issues, right? We had uh, somewhat of some issues in terms of depth at the position, um, played some young guys, and, and to be honest, they're, they're reaping the benefit as, as of right now. I think they're doing well. Uh, some of those young guys that got meaningful time for us last year um, are now playing really good football um, for them in, in year two. Yeah. So you'd like to hope that when you're playing young guys, they're going to learn by the fire, right? And, and at the same time, they're going to get better in that way. Uh, 
And so that's what we're doing. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was telling Wolf earlier today, don't ask me why, but we were looking back at the night. Now, this has been you were still in diapers. The 1986 West Virginia-Miami football game. Definitely in diapers. Yeah, okay. I was there. <laughs> All right, so here's the, deal, but here's the deal on it. So we're watching the beginning of the game. And you know how they show, here's the starting lineup for West Virginia. Yeah. And they show the O-line. Yeah. And in that O-line were three freshmen Mm-hmm. that were going to become fifth-year senior starters. If I'm doing this right, let me go back, 88, 87, 86. No, they were still sophomores. Sophomore. They were the starters of the West Virginia undefeated team mm-hmm. in 88. Mm-hmm. But they were taking their lumps that particular day against Miami. Kevin Koken could tell you a lot at center there because yeah. he had a really – Jerome really, Brown. Jerome Brown. He had a really tough day. and mm-hmm. uh, You know, I think any player that's worth his salt that started out as a young player – uh, and you've played, you played at a young age. You're right. going to take your lumps, man. Absolutely. And, and there's just very few players that can actually get above and beyond that Absolutely. without learning in this, this game. It's too hard. It's too fast. And it's too physical. Yep. And the, the thing about corner position is that, you know, most of the positions on the field, unless you are a true football mind, you don't necessarily know what went wrong. But when a corner gets beat or a defensive back gets beat, it's in space. And so with that, obviously, there's some added pressure. Um, but I thought the young guys that played for us played well. Um, I thought they battled. I thought they competed. Um, I don't know necessarily their bylines, but I know um, Tyke was definitely protect- productive, had a pick six. Um, I know Nick Troy had eight tackles and a, and a few PBUs. I'd like to hope that – or I'd like to, to, to go back and have my first start and have it go that well. Unfortunately, <laughs> right? unfortunately, you know, that's – Let's go back. It's, go it's, ahead. Bring us back. Bring us back. Give us the memories. Uh, I, I'll stay no, go away ahead. from go that. Go ahead. Let, remind people what your situation when you got here, what was going on back there. Yeah, so when I got in, it was a very similar situation to what's going on now. Um, Rich Rod had just taken over as a head coach. Um, we had some attrition in terms of, in terms of our players and, and our roster. And so as a young guy, I was actually 17 at that point in time. Um, I got an opportunity to start as, as a true freshman. So yeah, uh, back home in Miami, uh, in front of the hometown crowd. So as you can imagine, there was a lot of pressure. Uh, but the thing about that experience, and, I, and I've always uh, looked at it in this way, is that once I got through that, I knew that that was probably as hard as it was going to be for me within my career. And it was actually probably the biggest confidence builder that I had. And from there, never looked back. And and I like to hope that the guys that I'm coaching now. We'll, uh, we'll have a similar story to tell. Do you share that with them? I try not to. They're tired of hearing, they're tired of hearing about coach, honestly, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, you know, I do. I draw on my, my experiences as a player. Um, I draw on my experiences as a coach, but not necessarily do I go into details on, on my past, um, so to speak. Well, one thing I'm going to say about Jamal here is that he could lay the wood. He had, he had 189 tackles. Uh, what a what a great! I mean, I, I could still see you out there, man, playing. It's it's, yeah. it's probably been about 13, 14 years. I'm Long not sure time. which it was, but yeah. I could still see it. And man, it was just a lot of fun to watch you. Oh. I'm so glad you're a Mountaineer, man, and and so glad you're back here right now. Um, you know, I'm looking at say Hakeem Bailey and you know Keith Washington. Uh, they've been in the program for a few years now, but I have never seen them at this level. Right, right now, they. Keith is at three interceptions. I think he's number two in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I think top ten in the country. Uh, Hakeem's got six pass breakups. Um, I know he's not starting against Oklahoma for the first half. But, man, these guys are playing at their top level that I've mm-hmm. seen them play, and they've been here for a few years. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I know those guys that come out and they work every day, and they work at their craft. 
Um, it's not like riding a bike. You can't just show up on Saturday and be really good at it. So that's a testament really to the work that they put in um, throughout the, the span of the time that I've been here as their coach. Um, they're really easy guys to coach. Um, they they self-starters, um, and they take really what you give them and they use it. You can see them applying the techniques. You can see them applying the coverage concepts. Um, you can see them doing things that are helping them make those plays. Um, I always tell them a smarter, a smarter player is a better player. So we not only want to train them from the neck down, but we also want to train them from the neck up. And those guys are playing um, faster than they've ever played before because they're playing proactively, not reactively. So a formation may tell them what's coming. A motion may tell them what's coming. A signal may tell them what's coming. And it allows them to play um, a little bit faster than maybe they had in the past. And they're, they're capitalizing on some things. It's a really good point you made, Wolf, because those guys are playing their best football um, right now. And, uh, and that's, that's obviously what you're trying to do. By the time the thing is over with, you want to leave at the height of your productivity, and both of those guys uh, are doing that. You got a situation this week with Hakeem Bailey being forced to sit out the first half of Saturday's game. So how do you rep? How did you rep this week in practice, knowing that obviously Hakeem will only be able to play second uh, second half? Yeah, well, I mean, he's not available, right? So the next man up, and that's basically what it's been within practice. Um, you know, we're still going to give him his reps because he'll be available in the second right. half of the game. Um, but the guys that are going to have to make plays in place of him are, are getting reps and quality reps. Um, I liken it to the week beforehand, right? You know, Nick Troy wasn't getting a whole bunch of time. Um, Keith had an injury, right? Nick Troy then jumps in and, uh, and handles his business. But he had a, he had a week to prepare. Um, and with the knowledge of knowing, hey, I'm going to be playing, um, I think that's a lot better than just being thrown into the kind of the fire, so to speak. Um, but they've, they've competed. They've, they've taken everything we've asked them to do um, this week and ran with it. So I'm excited to see the young guys go out and play. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if we're going to go out and play, this is, you know, Palace on the Prairie. Mm -hmm. um, it's number five team in the country. Mm -hmm. We all know what Oklahoma is right now. Mm -hmm. uh, that's an arena, man. I yep. mean, the, for two freshmen going out there, that is an arena. I mean, that's big for a fifth-year guy. Now, I mean, so what do you – What's your coaching? What are you telling them, What's, man? What am I telling them? What, yeah. do, you come, what do you come here for? <laughs> okay. You came here to play in this, in this environment. You came here because you wanted, you've dreamt of it probably since seven years old, of playing in front of big crowds um, with big implications. And, and, uh, and I think these guys are going to embrace it. I do. Um, the one thing I know is that, you know, you've got to train again the mind. And, and the preparation process is key because as long as it's no different than taking the test, if you've known that you've studied your behind off for that test, when you sit down at your desk, you're ready to roll. It's like, give me the test before I forget this stuff, you know. <laughs> um, and I think those guys are going to be chomping at the bit to play. Nothing against the opponent. We respect them. We know what they are. But at the end of the day, that's why we play the game. You know, I, I'm, I'm a mountaineer, true and true. And uh, for me, it's it's – when we roll the balls out, we compete. You know, I don't care who's across from us. That's what we're going to do. Well, that's the truth. You fight for the brand, right? Yeah, I mean, no honestly, that's because I mean, you're a mountaineer, man, and mm -hmm. it just it means a lot to us. That I think I've heard media talking all about it this whole week, mm -hmm. and you know, and, and the way I feel is like, listen, man, just go lay it on the line. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If, if if you're a big underdog, and you know things will fall where they may if, if they're right, but who right. cares? Because right. you're fighting for this West Virginia brand, and and we have a proud heritage, man. Yeah. Well, and you do not too. Lay down. You know, we're definitely not going to do that. Like I said, we've got a great opponent in Oklahoma. 
Um, we've played great opponents in the past and done well, and I don't see why this opportunity won't won't turn out to be the same. We got to go out. We got to play a really good game. We got to be sound. Um, we've got to know our jobs and do our jobs. Um, but I think that's really the case week in and week out. It just so happens to be that it's now against the number five team in the country. Right. And so, um, you know, a little mistake can turn into a bigger mistake um, thereafter. But at the end of the day, we're, the standard is perfection. That's what we're shooting for. Never will we get there, but we sure as hell are going to try. Jamal, you mentioned uh, you're trying to teach these kids the aspect of the mental side of it. Right. And so obviously you're, you're trying to teach them the value of preparation in regard to film. Right. Um, walk us through how you became uh, an advocate of how important that is. Because a lot of guys, as you well know, especially young guys, think they can come in based upon their athleticism and I can cover whomever. Yeah. But it, 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 there's a whole difference that goes to that. Um, when did that click for you and, uh, and how important do you think it is to make a player? Yeah. So that I played as a true freshman, as you said. And yeah. Had a few years of success, but then I had a, an injury that you just asked about, which mm -hmm. was a shoulder, and that was in my junior year. So I redshirted my junior year. So that entire year, I basically became a coach in a certain sense where I wasn't able to play. Um, and so it was all, again, training myself above the neck, going to meetings, singing, sitting in on coaches' meetings, um, staff meetings, so on and so forth, stuff that I hadn't been privy to as a player prior to that. That's also the time in which I realized, like, I wanted to be a coach as well. That's interesting. Um, but I think in that time, I allowed myself to, to learn the game, not just what I was doing, but what everyone else around me was doing, which helps you to play, um, obviously, the position. And, um, you know, I think at that point, that's when I realized how important it was, one, to not only train your body, but also train the mind. Let's walk us through a few of these young guys. We mentioned some of these names. Fans hear these names, but they really don't know a whole lot about these young guys yet. Right. Let's go a little Nick Troy Fortune. Yep. Great name. Mm -hmm. um, he had a career day against Iowa State, eight tackles. Uh, they officially say he had one pass breakup. It seemed to all of us that he had Way more. more. <laughs> he had you, know, more than you know I'm counting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm what, counting. What, what'd you have on your – what do you think it was? Jeff is three. Three, that's, yes, what, we, yeah, that's yeah. what we thought. Okay, so who is this dude? Uh, comes from the state of Georgia. Yep. What's he like, personality? What's, what's he at? Where does he need to get better yep. physically? What's the whole deal? Yep. Nick Troy is, is the total package. He's a, he's a well-rounded kid, man. He, he leads Bible study. Um, he's a, a really, really mature, um, younger guy, so to speak. And right. He's grown up very, very fast. Um, very well-mannered, um, well-spoken, um, intelligent. He can see something on the field and know that maybe it doesn't look right to him and bring it back to you while on the sideline so that you can fix it for him. And sometimes that's more than half the battle is just knowing what they're seeing and where the issues are lie. Yes. Some guys can't, they can't take that mental snapshot and then come back and give it to you so that you can help them fix it. He does. And I mean, it's almost to a fault. It's almost too much. You're like, son, slow down, you know, but he, uh, he's going to be a really, really good player for a really long time here as long as he continues to develop. Think, so. think he might have a little coaching him down the road? The way oh, yeah. There's no question. <laughs> There's no question. Tell but us, is, uh, tell us about Tyke. Tyke Smith is a, is a younger guy. He's more of the smart plug. Um, Tyke is the brawn. Nick Choi is probably the brains of the two. Um, but Tyke likes to get after it. Very physical kid, very natural football player. As you saw, he made probably one of the best picks I've seen in some time. Yeah, that was a, that was an older house. that was an older man's yeah, interception. That was a, there, that, there was a, that was a veteran play, but 
Um, the one thing about Tyke is that, and I don't know if it's because he's so young, but he doesn't know his limitations or where he can get hurt or where he's at a disadvantage. And sometimes that's 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 okay at our position. And uh, Tyke just he goes, he just he gets after it, and that's the type of guys you want on on, on your team and in the foxhole yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. for uh, for Oklahoma. Sir. Um, he's uh, he's playing with an incredible uh, degree of confidence right now. Mm-hmm. When you break him down on tape, what what are his uh, what 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 makes him so so good? Yeah, you know he's 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 obviously talented athletically, um, but what you don't see is is his strength. It's not like you can see it until you see him running with the ball, and although he can take the top off, he can run. He can run by you. He does a nice job of yak yardage, making plays there after the catch. He catches the ball. Most receivers look for the ground. They mm-hmm. didn't sign up for that contact stuff most of the time. This kid's looking to to catch the ball and advance it. Yep. And so what defenses have to do is, obviously, when he catches the ball, minimize the, the damage. You know, break down, see your target, run your feet, make a tackle. Um, and that's that's what we're going to be faced with this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that's a great pickup on your point because I was talking with uh, the tennis, or the uh, Oklahoma play-by-play announcer, and that's exactly what he said. The difference is C.D. Lamb has gotten stronger. Mm-hmm. That's where he's taken his game, and that strength mm-hmm. has made him that much better. If you watch, if you watch the, I mean, his highlights, it almost looks video game-ish. Yes, it does. Where, like, guys are just bouncing off, and, you, you know, it's some, some of it's poor football, mm-hmm. and some of it's plays made by him. Yeah. Tell me this one thing about CD because they're all they're doing is dressing him up and motion him all the mm-hmm. time. I mean, it seems like every other play they, they're putting him in motion. What? Are, how are you trying to defend that? Telling your guys yeah. that yeah. this is what you got to watch out for. Right. Well, you got to know that when they're moving him around and he's in different spots, it's probably for good reason. They're trying to get him the ball. You just got to be able to compartmentalize why he's there and what he's going to do. And so that's our job as coaches is to kind of tune them in um, on those things. So, like I said, they can play play react or proactively as opposed to reactively. More with WVU assistant Jamile Adai when we return after this from United Bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Get more bank for your business with United Bank. Whether you'd like to start a business, purchase commercial real estate or equipment, United Bank can help. We support business development throughout our great state, making business and consumer loans and fueling opportunities. Small business owners' dreams come true and larger corporations grow. What can we do for your business? United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Injured in a car wreck? The last thing you should worry about is how much it's going to cost you to fight the insurance company. Call 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. It costs you nothing out of pocket, and we don't get paid unless you do. We know about the money the insurance companies won't tell you about. We could get you more. Injured in a car wreck? It costs you nothing out of pocket. Nothing. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. 800-687-5990. Around here, you matter. West Virginia Public Broadcasting is celebrating 50 years of bringing you unique music. It's 12 o'clock, you're listening to classical music here on this. Hello and welcome to Live From Here. This week we bring you... Welcome once again to Mountain Stage Live Performance Radio for the mountains. Hi, I'm Jim Lang, host of Eclectopia. Welcome to Lost Highways. I'm your host, Bill Lynch. Tonight's Legacy this week on the Thistle and Shamrock. Find your local station at wvpublic.org or a live Mountain Stage show at mountainstage.org. 
We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code, Football Edition. This is how you say, game tonight. Bring Bud Light. Fantasy fees are due. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light, crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. Jamile Adai is our guest here on the Neil Brown Show. West Virginia getting ready to take on the Sooners of Oklahoma. And uh, once again, our airtime on Saturday is 8.30, and the kickoff is set for high noon, Mountaineers and Oklahoma. We've been talking some C.D. Lamb of uh, Oklahoma. Who else has caught your eye uh, in watching tape this week uh, that you guys have been closely watching? I mean, obviously the trigger man, right? Quarterback's a good player. And he's what makes it go. I mean, I, you watch football, it's usually quarterback-driven. Usually if they're, they're rolling, the team is rolling, he does a nice job both throwing the football and running the ball, um, extending plays, allowing his receivers to go up and make plays. Um, he's, he's doing a massive job at running their offense and, and managing it. And then obviously Charleston Rambo is a kid who, uh, when he runs, he takes the top off your defense. And so you've got to be good in terms of minimizing the explosive plays with that kid. Um, as we were just talking, you know, he's averaging whatever, 25 yards a catch. And so that shows that he has the ability to be explosive. Um, those are two guys on tape that are outside of Lamb that we've got to be able to contain. See, it's that it's just that two-receiver thing. Like you've got to at least have two receivers where you can take pressure off of C.D. Lamb because you could always bracket them, right? Sure. Or try to. And I think teams have tried to. But when you got the Ramble, I mean, just you can't do it. Right. You, you have to play them honestly. Right. That's what makes how, it so effective. Sorry. How would you – what would you describe – the Oklahoma offensive set to be? Like, would you look at this, like these guys on tape, you say, they are what? They're explosive. I mean, exactly what we're talking about. I mean, it, it, I don't know that I've seen them be minimized to under five explosive plays in one game. And what I mean by that is 25-yard-plus plays. Right. Um, you know, they, they, they have the ability to get chunk plays, and when you give up too many of those, it's almost impossible to win a football game. Um, and so, again, you've got to minimize those. Um, you've got to make the routine plays, as Coach, I think, alluded to a little bit earlier. And then, and then you've got to play with a high level of energy and get hats to the ball. Um, you can't watch. There's no spectators in this game. You know, yeah. if, you want to, if you want a seat, you've got to go buy a ticket. <laughs> really good. Now, hey, here's the one thing, too, though. What happens, you know, you go out and you do this excellent coverage, yeah. and you're covering up all the receivers, and all of a sudden, you know, Jalen Hurts takes the ball and only runs. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the – really where I see is how the, that third dimensional thing of how Oklahoma really makes big plays uh, because you got to have to sit there and watch them. I mean, so w w when you're with your corners and teaching them, are are you trying to go more zone maybe or is yeah. it man or what is yeah. that? Is it just a mix up and just well, mixing things up? Just general rule football wise is no matter what the coverage call is and no matter what the call is, once it turns into a scramble, you are to lock the receiver that's nearest to you. So you're to cover the guy that's the closest to you. So regardless of what the coverage is, it's going to end up being man coverage at the end of the day when this guy starts to scramble around. And there's two things you got to do. You got to have the lead eyes and be able to see your receiver because mm -hmm. he no longer has rules. He's just running around the field. 
And then you've got to strain to win the play. You've got to play through the whistle, which means that you've got to go the extra effort of, of getting in the hip pocket of that receiver and making sure you minimize him. Where people get in trouble is they come out of coverage and they want to make a tackle on a quarterback. Meanwhile, their guy that they're covering is running down the field. So you got to be sound. People have to do their jobs. The guys up front have to be able to contain them. The guys in back got to be able to cover and, and give a lot the of guys discipline in the back. Chance. Then, huh? absolutely, hundred percent. Right. That's the name of the game this week. Text question for you. What do you got? Ask Coach Adai about a bad call on helmet to helmet against Virginia Tech. Not a day goes by. People got to talk about helmet to helmet against Virginia Tech. Yeah, I could, I could have guessed that one was going to come up. Uh, yeah, bad call. I agree, bad call. I tell you. Uh, so I left. Um, as a GA, went with Rich Rod to Michigan. So the NFL sends in, not the NFL, the NCAA sends in all of the referees to come and talk to the team about the new rules that are going into that season. And the first rule that they're <laughs> implementing that season is the targeting rule. And the first clip that they put up in front of the team is Coach Adai. Here he is, the poster child. <laughs> like, that's not what you're supposed to do. And they had no idea Don't it was you? Don't your coach. Well, they, have they any figured idea? it out pretty quick. They, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, that tough, was... Tough call. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, probably going off track a little bit, that, that rivalry is one that uh, we got we to gotta get cranked back up yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Um, really, really great games, fun games against those guys. Um, nothing but respect for them, but we love to kick them around the field. A few yeah, times that was, those, are, those are sure terrific. do. Those are classic <laughs> games. Yeah. Hey, how would you define what you guys are doing scheme-wise on defense? Um, in terms of... I mean, Vic, like Vic's deal as a little bit unusual, right, the yeah. way that he plays. So um, how, how do you characterize that? It's, it's unorthodox. It's different, right? We give a, a multiple looks, and, and it's, it's a catch-22 because it's harder for younger guys to learn that much, right? But we, we have guys that are capable, and as coaches, it's on us to get them that, that information. But it also, the, the, the offense, they're seeing a different picture consistently. Right. And so they don't get a beat on you. And so it allows you to kind of window dress some things and and, uh, and maybe confuse them a little bit. And so it's been it's been exciting to, to work with him. I've learned um, new things conceptually that maybe I haven't used necessarily in the past. Yeah. That I can kind of put in my my, my bag of tricks and, and kind of roll with. But um, you know, Vic, he's salty old veteran, man. There's not a whole bunch that he hasn't seen. And uh, you know, for a young guy like me, it's humbling to be able to. To, to hear it out, man, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like mom and dad, they can tell you that that stove is hot, so don't touch <laughs> it. You don't have to learn by fire, so it's yeah. cool working with him. That's kind of what I get from Vic, too. Like, I don't care what you put out there. I've seen it before, and oh, I've, got, I've, got an an, I've got an answer yeah. to, to stop it, yeah. you know, right? That's an accurate statement. Yeah. And confident in, in, in doing so. You know, I always think of Coach Koning as – Christopher Lloyd and Back to the Future, <laughs> <laughs> kind of that, that mad scientist or not. He knows everything and he got. I mean, oh, yeah. he, seriously. And it, but it's unorthodox. Yeah. Uh, but you know, when he gets the job done, he always yeah. has his career. So, yeah. so hey, what are you gonna wear for Halloween? Yeah, we were asking Neil. Neil Neil refuses to uh, participate in our Halloween yeah. party next. Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna join Neil and stay stay out of it. You're gonna got, stay out of it. I got two little guys. I'm sure they'll be running around having yeah. fun. Well, we're gonna chase well, some candy. That'll be two weeks from yesterday. We'll have our Halloween party. We invite you to stay tuned. Uh, just a couple minutes more with Jamile. We'll get his thoughts when we come back. And then trivia. Stay with us. More coming up after this from Julia's Pepperoni Rolls, the official pepperoni roll of the West Virginia Mountaineers. 
Julia's Original Pepperoni Rolls are the official pepperoni rolls of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Still made with the same recipe since 1925, Julia's Pepperoni Rolls feature delicious homemade bread, succulent pepperoni, mouth-watering cheese, and are conveniently available at all concession stands throughout Milan Pushkar Stadium during Mountaineer football games. Julia's Pepperoni Rolls and Chico Bakery, proud to be an official partner of West Virginia Athletics. Central Van and Storage, the official moving company of the Mountaineers, is the area's largest and most trusted full-service home, office, and commercial mover. With six locations in West Virginia and neighboring states, Central Van has an office near you to handle your moving needs. Whether it's local, long distance, or international, let Central's expert moving crews take the stress out of your relocation. For a free, no-obligation quote, visit them online today at centralvan.com or call 1-800-753-1898. Central Van and Storage, the official moving company of the Mountaineers. Mountaineer fans should choose the local, responsive, and dependable waste and recycling service that the Mountaineers themselves choose. That's Mountain State Waste, investing in our community. The waste company that the Mountaineers trust. MountainStateWaste.com The gold and blue live here. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. <coughs> When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Register today at walkms.org. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. Final two minutes with the Mountaineer assistant, Jamile Adai. Give us a recruiting update. Your area and how are things going so far for you? Things are going well. You know, recruiting is, it's all about consistency and staying after these guys. You know, I was telling my wife the other day, I've got like, 50 girlfriends <laughs> and that's what it comes down to you really got to date these guys and, and get into them know them inside and out mom dad um their hot buttons what, what what they're looking for um so it's it's a pretty invasive process i think we're doing a really good job right now of, of gathering what we have and, and working to get the pieces filled in which we need um and then also setting up future classes as well so it's been it's been fun i'm hitting i've hit the pavement in, in the dmv area down in florida a little bit and, um, you know, I, I feel good about our, our chances in the future of really doing, doing A little easier things. sell for you, isn't it, being a graduate? Yeah, oh yeah. It's it's always when you can when you can walk into a home and say, Listen, this is not my opinion, but rather the fact that I've lived it <laughs> that uh yep. that usually carries a little bit of weight. Um, you know, because at, at that point they don't know you from Adam. Right? Sure. They just know that you're trying to sell them a product and usually you tell them what they want to hear. 
Um, but when it's coming from a position of knowledge and that you actually have lived the, the process, I think people uh, probably take to that a little bit more than they would a normal situation. And I would say probably the passion too, Tony, that just probably comes naturally out of you. Oh, yeah. This isn't a job for me. This is, uh, this is my life in a sense. Last thing for you. Key to the game on Saturday. What, what, should your, what do your guys need to do? We've got to play sound football, which means we've got to play really, really good um, eye-discipline football. See the right things. You see too much, you see nothing. So that's going to be the first thing. The second thing is we've got to tackle really well. Um, we've got to be able to show up and minimize whatever has happened, whether it be a big play or a smaller play. We've got to get the ball on the ground and allow the defense to play another down. Um, and then the last thing is we've got to go out and have fun. We've got to enjoy the moment. And I, I, I tell these guys, at the end of the day, it's still a game, you know. Um, and the only way to play it is, is with, with passion. Um, you know, take it back to when you were seven years old and you could smell the, the grass. It was freshly cut and it was Saturday morning and you, you were chomping at the bit to go have fun. Nothing's changed. You just happen to be in front of a bigger, a bigger arena, a bigger environment. Jamile, we appreciate the time. We wish you guys the best. Thank you. Thanks All right, Mountaineer me. assistant Jamile Adai, we invite you to stay tuned. Trivia when we return after this from WVU Medicine. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. The experts at the WVU Heart and Vascular Institute go above and beyond. Why? Because nobody should have to travel far to find the care they need. We've grown, and today we're now West Virginia's largest and most advanced cardiac care team, performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge technology. Our doctors deliver care in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and now Virginia. Our patients are experiencing positive outcomes that help transform their lives. Let us transform yours. Gear up with the latest Mountaineers apparel from the official online store, shopwvu.com. You'll find a great selection of over 2,000 Mountaineers products, including official team merchandise from Nike. Get everything a Mountaineers fan needs, including jerseys, sideline gear, polos, t-shirts, hats, and more. Remember, real Mountaineers gear up at the West Virginia Mountaineers official online store, shopwvu.com. Your home for WVU Athletics. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. All right, folks, here we go. It's time for trivia brought to us by Mountaineer World. 
Get game ready at the largest Mountaineer store in the world, located in Bridgeport, just off exit 121. Got a great travel WVU coffee mug. And you know what else we're going to do, Wolf? What's that? Uh, one, two, no. We'll just, that's what we're giving away. We're giving away the coffee mug. Okay, here we go. Right. Raise your hand. Don't yell the answer out. The question is this. Who am I? Who am I? I played for Don Nealon. I hold the WVU school record for most blocked kicks. I had interceptions against Penn State and Temple in 1984. I am a big fan of the 4th of July. I played for Don Neal, and I hold the school record for blocked kicks. Who do I have? Not Tim Agee. I played for Don Nealon. I hold the school record for blocked kicks. I had interceptions against Penn State and Temple in 1984. I'm a big fan of the 4th of July. Anybody got something for me? Anybody got, got something for me? And no one's got anything for me. Say it third time, and this will be it. I played for Don Nealon. I hold a school record for blocked kicks. I had interceptions against Penn State and Temple in 84. I'm a big fan of the 4th of July. Sir, Bo Orlando, Bo Orlando is incorrect. <laughs> Not a Daryl Kelly. Uh, the older gentleman back here with the gray hair, sir? Turnbull, Ronaldo Turnbull is incorrect, no? I so on the 4th of July, fireworks go into the sky and they go boom. They go, <laughs> no, they go boom. All right, whose birthday is it? Whose birthday is it? Anybody today? Anybody today? Anybody tomorrow? Anybody tomorrow? No one's tomorrow? Okay. Boom, boom, Smalls. Fred Smalls. You Thank go. you very much. I almost had to come to your house and give you the present. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is also hard. So this is going to be for this great Mountaineer sweatshirt and two tickets to the West Virginia game against Texas Tech. Here we go. Listen to me closely now. Darius and Dante Stills are a very productive brother combination for the Mountaineers. Name a pair of brothers who played together at West Virginia in which one brother caught a touchdown pass on offense and the other returned an interception for a touchdown. Two brothers played together. One caught an interception for a touchdown. The other one caught an offensive touchdown. Two brothers. Anybody got it? These are starting to get too hard. Anybody, 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 huh? Who was the coach? Who was the coach? Don Nealon was the coach. Older gentleman with the blue vest? <laughs> no, that's very good. They didn't play together, though. But they both did, but no. It wasn't Daryl and John oh. Telly. They did not play at the same time. Anybody? We got one minute to music. We're going to do that. Nobody, nobody, nobody. <laughs> Sir? Yes, Van and Charles Washington. Congratulations. Tell you what, the senior citizen's doing well. Here we go. Follow me now. Josh Norwood has double-figure tackles in three straight games. What Mountaineer defender holds the school record for career double-figure tackle games? Sir, you're a winner. What are we going to give you? We're going to give you two tickets to uh, the Texas Tech game. There you go. You're in. We're going to run out of time. Anyway, uh, 
That's where we are. We're going to run out of time. I got another trivia question for you. We'll get here. You want the hat too? We'll have another trivia when we go off the air, but our music's going to start. Okay, Wolf, give me your keys to the game coming up here on Saturday. You know what I'm going to say, Tony, is you got to play smart, but you got to play with passion. You got to go out there. You don't care about who's the the guy that's underdog, overdog, what doesn't matter, okay? Go out and play for the brand. Go out and play for who you are. You're a mountaineer, man. It comes from the heart. You saw Jamilo die telling you about it. That's what it's about. All about heart. Go out and fight these dudes. Yeah, fight them, man. Here we go. Once again, we're off next week. We're back next Tuesday, the Tuesday, the 29th, dressed up for Halloween, and we're going to give away $52 million in prizes. Thanks for being with us here on the Neil Brown Show. Have yourself a great week, everybody. See y'all. United Bank. Banking means more than financial solutions. It means rallying around the causes that are important to our customers, employees, and communities. While we have grown in size and presence, we have never forgotten our roots. By giving back to our local communities and funding business development, we help fuel economic growth. Our success is your success. Because to us, this is home. United Bank. West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Member FDIC. We are Staples, and we're ready to help shape the future of work life. With a team of real people by your side, dedicated to serve, sharing innovative ideas to keep your team connected, productive, and inspired. With a product assortment focused on business, so you can find exactly what you need. We're Staples, the work-life fulfillment company. Get to know us at staplesadvantage.com. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council.
listening to The Neil Brown Show on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Join us from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill in Morgantown throughout the season and hear Coach Brown talk Mountaineer football. The Neil Brown Show has been brought to you by Dan Ryan Builders. Better value, better living. Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of The Neil Brown Show. MCM Business Systems, we mean business. Bud Light crisp please enjoy responsibly by mountaineer world the largest wvu store in the world located off i-79 bridgeport exit 121 by subway restaurants the official training restaurant of athletes everywhere united bank west virginia's bank proud to be united with the mountaineers and by wvu medicine official medical provider of mountaineer athletics be sure to join us right here on this msn station on game day for coverage beginning three and a half hours before kickoff the preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Mountaineers Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.